successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everybody and welcome to the Grill Nation Show here on KMBZ 980 AM on podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher and on our website GrillNationShow.com. Uh, today, we're going to have an awesome show. We're going to start the show today uh, with uh, Jeff Phillips, who's uh, from Landmark National Bank. Jeff is the senior vice president. He joins us, uh, I guess, every other other month, Jeff. Maybe maybe we have some other great friends of yours that join us, too, from Landmark National Bank. Your website is banklandmark.com. Welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great, Jason. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to see you. What have you been up to these days? Well, uh, you know, it's kind of like you are starting to see glimpses of what it used to be like to be a a community banker, you know, meeting folks in their office and meeting them for lunch and breakfast and things like that. So kind of now I'm remembering why I like this gig in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, you're a people person, Jeff. And when you can't uh, go to breakfast or coffees or help people, um, you're not you're not you're not on the same plane. Um, well, it's good to see you. I know you guys have been doing a lot with the bank and the website again is banklandmark.com. Um, what's new at the bank besides uh, besides seeing people and helping people? What new initiatives do you have going on? And then we'll get to our guests that we're going to preview in the show here in a second. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we uh, we've got a couple of things that uh, have been pretty exciting. Um, just a real a quick plug, you know, we just wrapped up our first um, like little segment of kind of our new revised uh, book club. And so we had about 50 folks that uh, chose to participate in that. And it was four months long. And each month we had a book that we all read together. And then we got together uh, at the end of that month and um, spent about 30 or 40 minutes hearing from the author themselves. And we were able to pose them questions about Uh, where the idea for the book came up or some of the issues maybe that we took with the content as maybe I disagree with this or agree with this. Um, And then after that, we broke out into uh, smaller groups and really said, you know, what did this book mean to you? And what, if anything, will you be doing differently because you read this book? And that was really cool. So we did four of those. um, And so we're getting ready to start our next uh, section of those um, uh, here in probably the next month or so. We did that in partnership with uh, the guys over at uh, SwellSpark. So that's been really fun. You said um, you know, I've gotten Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it's, uh, it's always got to be kind of uh, fresh and fun. That's right. So, um, and then the other thing I would say is, um, you know, not to regurgitate what's on the front cover of the Wall Street Journal, but I'd say our conversations right now with folks really are around uh how they are forecasting the impacts of good and bad factors in the market right now. So you may have some things that are challenging, like labor shortage. We all hear about that, that I've got a manufacturing plant and I just can't get enough uh, people hired. They're just not uh, available. 
Um, but then you also have the good things of, um, I was talking to a guy that was inspecting my chimney yesterday and he was like, this is the busiest we've ever been. He said, but it actually is making us nervous because the housing market is so hot that will people start putting in offers that they'll take the house without inspections. And then that has like an unforeseen impact on his business and that maybe it's not seen as essential as it was before. So, you know, there's kind of those conversations going around where everybody is looking into the future and saying, okay, what is my industry looking like six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, and what changes do I need to be making? And we're making those same changes at the bank right now of how are people using us? What um, things are being replaced by technology? What things are actually being emphasized, like sitting across the table and working with a business owner directly in times like this? So I think we're all having to keep our focus uh, on the future right now as to what changes we need to be making in our business today to take advantage of what the new economy looks like uh, just down the road. You've learned a lot of the last year. I can't imagine, Jeff, <laughs> working with your customers and uh, helping the business owners and entrepreneurs throughout uh, Kansas City in this region, man. A lot of life lessons, right? Yeah, it's been um, it's been a crash course for sure. You feel like you've seen a lot of different scenarios play out, but um I, I feel like it was kind of a constricted time period where people had to make decisions. So where things might have, they might've had months and maybe even a year to wait and see and make those decisions. Folks were having to make those decisions in a matter of weeks. And uh, so, but we're, we're better business people because of being on the other side of it for sure. That's great. Jeff Phillips, uh, Landmark National Bank. The website is banklandmark.com. Great bank here in our region. Um, Jeff is a uh, collaborator with the show. The bank works with us on uh, a monthly show each and every month. They're really good at that. Um, they provide us with some great guests for the show that uh, we get to highlight and talk about and learn from them on their entrepreneurial and business journeys. And today, Jeff, we're going to be joined by Billy Hodis from uh, Midland Industries. Tell me about Billy. Yeah, Billy is a great, great guy. He comes from a great family. And, um, you know, we've talked about in the past, Jason, that it seems like the folks that are in our community are folks that are uh, active in the community, understand the power of connection, and also are learners in trying to be better versions of themselves. Billy checks the box on all three of those. Uh, we got to know each other through business. Uh, but I say our relationship really deepened over having conversations about how you grow and how you lead, uh, how to be a good father and husband. Uh, and then also we've served on a nonprofit board together. Uh, so I've gotten to see him in several aspects of his life and he's impressed me in every single one of them. That's great. And uh, Midland Industries, their website is midlandindustries.com. We'll ask Billy about kind of more about what the company does and, and catch up with him on that. But give us a flyover on kind of what his business does. Yeah. So Midland Industries uh, really is pipe valve fitting of uh, type um, products. It's a, got a long, steep family history uh, where it kind of started maybe in one general area and then broke off into some specific industries um, and then maybe came back together at one point. So, um, he, he would be, you know, it's kind of like, uh, like any industry, like I kind of feel like I understand what they do, but he could tell you exactly what they do. I know I'm always impressed whenever I walk into the warehouse and I see all the skews of the different, um, valves and fittings that they have, all the industries that utilize them. 
they really, that's one of those businesses that you realize, man, if this is not, if we didn't have this uh, company providing these, we would feel it uh, in our own personal lives for sure. It's definitely amazing. I, I, I did go through the website again, midlandindustries.com and tried to understand it. So I, I, uh, they have, they do so many different things and help out with so many different, uh, places and people in industries and, and, and parts and just so many mm-hmm. things. It's going to be interesting to talk to Billy. Billy Hodas, he's the CMO of Midland Industries, uh, again, is joining us on today's Grill Nation show. Jeff Phillips will be with us for the show as well, Senior Vice President of Landmark National Bank. Their website is banklandmark.com. I really appreciate everyone listening today on the live stream or if you're joining us on the radio or on podcast. We appreciate it each and every week. You can connect with me on social media at Jason Grill on Twitter and at Grill Nation Show. Also on LinkedIn, I'm on there as well. And I appreciate those who share our show each and every week on LinkedIn. Uh, very, very much appreciated. It, it definitely helps uh, spread the love and spread the uh, great stories of all these great Kansas Cityans and people in our region. Uh, we'll be right back after the break with more of the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM KMBZ. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM KMBZ on podcast networks on our website, grillnationshow.com, or on our live stream right now. You're watching us on my social media. Again, today we're joined by Jeff Phillips, who's the Senior Vice President of Landmark National Bank. Their website is banklandmark.com. Also joined by our guest today, who's joining us uh, now here on the live stream and on the radio, Billy Hodis, who's the Chief Marketing Officer of Midland Industries. Their website is midlandindustries.com. I, I put up the websites here on the uh, live stream for everyone to see. Um, Billy, welcome to the show. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, Jason and Jeff. It's great to have you. Um, you know, um, first off, tell us about you. Tell us about your kind of background and journey um, and uh, how you got there. Are you a lifelong Kansas Cityan or did you move here? What's your story, Billy? Well, it all started back in October of 1973. Oh, I'm <laughs> um, yes. What a great year. What a great month. <laughs> yes, yes. Born and raised in Kansas City. Um, blessed to have grown up in a, in a big family here. Uh, youngest of 11 kids, so... Mentally and physically abused my whole life. <laughs> I saw your. Uh, I've I've heard your last name for years. I don't, I've met. I feel like I've met some of your siblings at some points throughout the years too. Probably so. Probably <laughs> so. You have eleven. Uh, there's a good shot, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so you anyway, yeah. went to Rockhurst. I saw, and then uh, um, got involved in kind of sales and marketing early on. Correct. That's right. That's right. I went down to Spring Hill College in Mobile, Alabama, and uh, right there out of school, started selling to plumbing contractors and maintenance departments through the state of Alabama and Mississippi and the Florida Panhandle, which was a really interesting place to start a sales career. Um, But I loved it. I loved it and uh, learned quickly that it was a not so much what you knew, but what you could do for the customer. And um, 
I spent a couple of years down there building that territory, came back to Kansas City and uh, worked on a more national basis, building a, a sales force. Um, and then a few years after that, I uh, came to work here at, at Midland Industries um, and helped develop the, the plumbing, oil and gas markets for uh, for my brother, for my brother, Nick. Um, that point, we we uh, my brother Vince and I, we, we bought the company from Nick and um, decided we were too good of friends to continue to, to, to be partners. So we we split the business um, by market there in, in two and, and operated independently for about 15 years, growing our own sowing our own entrepreneurial oats. And, um, and then uh, in 2015, we merged the company back together, um, had a little appetite for, for acquisition. And, um, and so before doing that, we, uh, we decided we wanted to go do that with somebody else's money instead of our own. So we, we, we sold private equity in 2018. And um, since we have, we have uh, uh, merged or, or acquired now six companies together. It's been uh, it's been quite a quite a, a, a road here the past couple of years, um, but we're having fun doing it, and uh, and more to come on that. More acquisitions to come, and so it's uh, it's been fun. I'm still learning a lot, which I love to do. Still growing and uh, kind of pushing the envelope as far as. Uh, what uh, what I'm capable of and, and learning. And, you know, we've got a great team here. We work in a fantastic industry full of good people. So I'm a blessed, blessed man. Wow. Jeff, that was quite the overview. I love that. So you, so, so Billy, so you, you work with family, you bought family out. Now you're back with family. I mean, you got more companies you're acquiring. I mean, this is uh you could write a book, man. Well, if I was any good at writing, I could. <laughs> but yeah, it's been an interesting road. Uh, I can't believe it's you know, I can't believe it. I'm I'm as maybe you can get in that Jeff Phillips yeah. Landmark Book Club. Yeah, yeah. I was involved in the last round. Read a couple of good books. Um, oh, good. So you could write a book. You've got a lot of entrepreneurial uh, background. I mean, I, when Jeff uh, introduced us for the show, I was I wasn't expecting all of these uh, un- very interesting entrepreneurial. Like, I mean. For the fact that one, you're working with family, that's always an interesting story. We'll get into that too. But then acquiring, selling, coming back, I mean, a lot of moving parts in your journey. Yes. It's been interesting. And looking back, you know, it it, it uh it, it's a it's amazing how many different experiences and exposure to, to, to different business models and, and uh acquisitions and merges and you know, it's it's just amazing everything that's happened in the past. 20, 25 years. So, so Jeff, um, I'm going to ask him this one question. We'll get to you. Just give us an overview, Billy, about for us laymen listening about your services, your products, you know, exactly what Midland Industries does. Jeff and I were talking about it on the first segment. We need to get like a 30 second to a minute kind of overview from you. Okay. So Midland Industries is a manufacturer and supplier of fittings, valves and hose. Um, we sell to wholesale distribution throughout North America. We uh, we have a manufacturing plant here in in Kansas City in the Kansas City area, and then we have uh, sources worldwide where we have we contract manufacturing 
from uh, the Pacific Rim, Italy, Turkey, uh, Indonesia, uh, all over the world, and bring it in here to North America. We've got uh, three distribution points in Canada. Um, we have five distribution points here in the United States, and um, we go to market through independent manufacturers' reps to uh, service and develop our, our, our relationships with our customers. Uh, we have 40,000 items that we take to market right now and growing. Um, and so we're growing through organic growth. And our goal this year is to uh, achieve 30% organic growth, which is really aggressive. But uh, um, And we are looking for an acquisition or two to, to, to tack onto that. Um, so we're we're looking for new products um, to new markets or, you know, uh, uh, current markets that and tacking on, you know, product lines that we don't that will complement our, our current line. So. Mm-hmm. So, Billy, do you uh, who would be kind of your primary customers? Um, is it direct to folks that are installing that or is there uh, more hands in that uh, supply chain? To wholesale distributors. So um, our customers will then sell to the end end users. They'll sell to contractors, you know, big mechanical contractors, commercial contractors, or, you know, uh, uh, smaller residential contractors. Um, We sell, we're very diversified as far as the markets we sell into, which has helped us sustain, you know, good markets and bad. we sell into the industrial, plumbing, waterworks, uh, irrigation, oil and gas, um, the retail markets. Um, and so that we, we've, through acquisition, you know, we've acquired um, uh, some new markets that we, we haven't served before. But, uh, but to be able to bring, bring those together and, and leverage, you know, different companies, experiences, and markets, um, and, and then really, you know, leveraging the, the, the knowledge and the experience of the platform and the, and the leadership team. Um, it's, it's really fun, really exciting to kind of cross-sell and, 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 and leverage different experiences into new markets. Mm-hmm. What do, uh, what do uh, your customers seem to look for as like a differentiating uh, factor? I mean, what really sets you all apart uh, when they're um, evaluating uh, their options? So we, uh, I hear they got a good chief marketing officer. (laughs) It all comes down to marketing. Yeah. Well, I I don't want you to divulge any secrets here. Like, you know, this is going to be for public consumption. So tell us what you can. (laughs) Well, our, our customers are faced, you know, with with the realities of, of, of the market it changing rapidly. Technology is is really driving a lot of change in our marketplace, has been for, for many years. Um, and then to be able to, you know, consolidate purchases, they have a lot of different vendors that they depend on to to keep their, their shelves stocked and ready for their, their customers' needs. And so what we're able to do um, and do more of as we grow is to deliver more of that, more of those buys, more of the products that they're sourcing. We can deliver more of those. So it helps them become more efficient, reduce their freight costs, you know, just reduce their, their uh, uh, cost of doing business when they can, 
they can they can uh, source those products from from one vendor like Midland Industries instead of say seven or eight different different vendors. So we're talking about customer driven solutions. It really means uh, making it easier for these people. One stop shop. Yeah, yeah. You know our market managers um, that they, they are they they work and manage their manufacturers rep networks and. Um, We've done a great job of building intimate relationships with our customer base and just, you know, hearing about their pain, what their challenges are, and then be, being part of uh, the problem solving and, and the solutions that we deliver. And so, you know, we have innovated from, from our customers and their problems. We have innovated a lot of great marketing tools and uh, technology driven uh, processes to help solve their problems. And, uh, and when you do that and you carry a, 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 that kind of a relationship with your customers, they become very sticky and they, they depend on you to, uh, to help them get over the hurdles of whatever the market's going to bring next. Billy Hodes is with us, Midland Industries, Jeff Phillips, Landmark National Bank. You're listening to Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for listening. Again, joined by Jeff Phillips, who's the Senior Vice President of Landmark National Bank. Their website is banklandmark.com. Also joined by uh, Billy Hodes, who's the Chief Marketing Officer of Midland Industries. Their website is midlandindustries.com. We were talking about all the customer-driven solutions and, you know, kind of the marketing and sales process, but I want to also real briefly touch upon the fact that um, this is a family business and you did on your website, Billy, it does talk about family values and traditions. Uh, How has that helped kind of accelerate and propel business success? Well, you know, not only our business, but a lot of industry, a lot of our customers businesses are are family, family owned and founded and, and started. And so those values, you know, are, are, something that's very important to us and something very important to our customers. Um, and it's, you know, it's just about giving good people an opportunity to succeed and, and supporting them and having opportunities to grow with the company into more responsibility and, and, and more uh, financial success, more personal growth. Um, and so it, it, it really just comes down to supporting supporting the, the the folks that are that are driving the growth of your business it does seem like uh family the times you hear about family businesses is only whenever there's a problem that arises um you know with uh, like you said with you and vance of being uh too good of friends to be partners uh the whole time um can you talk about what kind of conversations you all had as partners to Either delineate of this is a family matter versus a coworker matter, or what did what did you kind of put in place to make that not only a place that uh, you could tolerate family, but that you would actually thrive on being a family-owned business? Well, and I'll, I'll give 
all the credit here to, to, to Vince as far as building a, 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 a sustainable program to, to, to build real value in our business. And that was a, a, a bonus program, a profit sharing program that um, we, Vince set up and, and, and really uh, enabled us to, to retain good, solid talent. I mean, we've, a lot of folks here have been here for their full career, 25, 30 years. And it's, uh, it's, you know, the, the, the philosophy of the profit sharing was that, you know, we do the most we can with the, with the least amount of overhead, you know? So, um, if everybody's motivated and incentivized to do that, then we have, we have more profit to share. And so we had a, a, a transparent program. Everybody knew every day what our break even was, everything, every profit dollar made over that or produced or shipped out over that was shared. And, um, and so at the end of the month, everybody knew exactly how many bonus shares they had, how, how, what their bonus was going to be. And so that really, that really developed a, a strong culture. You know, first of all, people stayed and stuck around because they knew they were incentivized. They were, they were, they felt like business owners themselves mm-hmm. and they had the, the, the power to make a difference every day with what they were doing. And, and it really helped us develop good teamwork. You know, we're, we're, we're it's not about us individually and what we wanted and needed it was a team effort and trying to support you know others as as we grew you know we we had the mindset of all of our employees um, and teammates to to do the most we could to help support every aspect of the business to do the best we can for our customers and and so that really that really helped build the family uh, culture here at, at, at Midland and, um, and, and, and sustain sustainable today. I mean, we are, we are retaining and attracting the, the best talent in the, in the industry and in the marketplace because of the, those kind of programs and the, and the culture that that's built. Billy Hodes, Midland Industries. Talk to us about working with Jeff or Landmark National Bank and uh, how that's helped you. Man, they have been great to work with. They they uh, they are able to see our business from a perspective that that we that we don't and um, uh, we don't always see that and and to to innovate great ideas on on how we can leverage what we're what you know, what we've built and, and, and into where we're going. Um, they have just been always supportive, very easy and convenient to work with, you know, the, 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 uh, the no, no bureaucratic red tape or waiting for, you know, a month to hear an answer. You know, they, we've developed such a great and strong relationship. They know our business so well that, you know, we can, we can be really agile and, and make, quick decisions that have a great impact on our business. And there's no, there's no substitute for that. I mean, it, it, there's, you know, that has really enabled us to continue to grow and reinvest in our, our business, our people, our opportunities. 
Well, that's really nice. And then uh, we can talk about how that's going to help you in the future, too, because I know that you're, uh, you mentioned ac- more acquisitions. You obviously uh, thrive on sales and customer relationships. So um, kind of take us through kind of some of the, the growth ideas and kind of what you're thinking of towards the future and maybe some of the best lessons learned um, that you can apply to the growth that's to come. What's next? Well, we, we are... We are, uh, you know, we're, we're owned by majority of by the private equity uh, firm out of Chicago. And they're great, great to work with. They, we are the, the platform for the, for the, uh, the, their industry, this industry. And um, they are really supportive and putting us in a great position to succeed. Some of our goals are here in the next two years. We want to double the size of our business and, we have some very aggressive plans for organic growth with new products and, and new customer acquisition. Um, but then we've also got a, some great targets for, for acquisition to, to, to help us achieve that. Um, the, the COVID world has kind of thrown some, some wrench wrenches into some of those opportunities on the acquisition side, but, we feel like uh, uh, we, we've had some great momentum fourth quarter, first quarter. We had, we had our first uh, – the first quarter, we had our, our, our best quarter ever, all companies on the platform. And so we're seeing that industry-wide, you know, a lot of, a lot of great momentum, um, a lot of, I think, pent-up work is coming to fruition now. Um, you know, one of the one of the headwinds we're dealing with is is the supply chain, and you know we're we're our our uh, our orders are outpacing our our shipments. In other words, we're generating more revenue on the sales side than we can ship because we we kind of have a a, a a a few issues on the on the supply chain side. Um, but that's all good and great momentum. You know, there that we're, we're taking on. We've got a great team of, of, of experts that uh, we are making the most of our opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Billy, I, I was uh, kind of uh, internalizing whenever you said, not only are we focused on organic growth, but also, you know, we're interested in acquisitions and what that means that, that is, a, we're on kind of a parallel path where our main focus is on being better and building scale for what we do. But we also know there's a lot of opportunities out there to buy um, smaller banks. And the problem with that, though, is that uh, organic growth is kind of you put these internal initiatives in play and you're focused on that. And normally it's new technology or process or positions. But then uh, when acquisitions come along, it's like, everything gets pushed to the side and that's your focus 100% of the time for that period of time. And then there's integration and all of those things. How do you guys balance focusing on the core business and being better tomorrow than you were today, but also uh, rolling in, in a um, practical and effective way uh, whenever you make an acquisition? Well, that's a, that's a great question because that has been a real, uh, uh, you know, it's been a challenge for us at times, but as we grow and we build out our, our, our leadership team, our executive team, you know, we're getting, we're, we're getting better. 
we're getting better at that. And, and we're really, we're really hitting a good, a good cadence with that. We've got a, we've got a, a, a team of integrators that, um, that, uh, are focused on acquisition, not only, you know, looking for and new, new opportunities, but, but um, um, realizing the synergies with past acquisitions. So we've got a, we, we, we've got a full team and building on that focus on technology, on, on business scaling, the business processes we have in place um, to realize, to realize synergy. So it, it, it took some challenges. It took some, some tough learning experiences for us to, to know that, you know, a good investment in resources and a team built just focused on, on acquisitions, on, on, on finding and integrating acquisitions is a, is a, a good investment. Billy Hodes is with us, Midland Industries. He's the chief marketing officer at Midland Industries. Their website is midlandindustries.com. Also joined today by Jeff Phillips, who's the senior vice president of Landmark National Bank. Their website is banklandmark.com. We'll be right back after the break with more of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. Final segment of today's show with Billy Hodes from Midland Industries and Jeff Phillips from Landmark National Bank. Best for last segment. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with Billy. Billy, um, what are the uh, best and worst parts of uh, being in a family business? That's a that's a really really interesting question. <laughs> um, the best part I know is. Being able to work with folks that you love, you know, you, you, you spend the majority of your time in life at work, you know, eight, 40, 50, 60 hours a, a week. Um, and it's great to be able to do that with, with family, um, most of the time. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm in a, I'm in an interesting place in, in my family. I'm the youngest of 11 kids. And we, you know, I have a lot of nieces and nephews, so I'm I'm actually closer in age to a lot of my nieces and nephews than I am to my own siblings, and so I'm blessed to to work with a few siblings, but uh, more nieces and nephews, and and that's great because through work and our our you know our work experience, I have a closer relationship with them and their families than. And I would have otherwise. And so that's a real blessing. That's great. What What do you think as somebody who's been in marketing and sales through most of their career is the best way to build relationships in marketing and sales? I know things are changing with technology and, you know, we had COVID, but what, you know, if you're going to, if you have to decide, like, I got to do, you know, one or two things and these are the best ways to build relationships. What are they? No question about it. Hands down, the best way to, to, to build relationships and solve problems with customers is being with them, going out to see them, being uh, experience their world uh, at their place of business uh, or on the golf course or, or bellied up to a bar somewhere. 
right? I mean, you got to go to where they are. Getting to know them and their 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 challenges every day, and then being part of the the problem solving solution and and being a part of the solution. Um, that's that's how we have done it and done it successfully here for for many years. Have you ever thought about uh, getting into another industry? Or, or going out on your own or doing something different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, at a golf course over a beer or two one of the, with one of your customers, you had that moment. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> always, always eyes wide open for, for uh, opportunities and, and, and investments and, and uh, uh, looking elsewhere. But 25 years I've been in this industry. And like I said, I've been blessed. It's, it's a, it's an industry made up of, of good folks and, uh, uh, you know, good people doing great things and share a lot of the same values I do. So uh, uh, to date, I have yet to find a, 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 a better industry, a, a better opportunity. So, so far, so good, Jason. That's good. That's good. 20 years is a long time, man. Congrats on that. That's awesome. Um, well, let's just go there then, Jeff, and you can chime in here, too. Um, maybe you've seen a proud moment. Uh, what if you've been there for 20 years, you got to have a proud moment at Midland Industries, whether for you or for your team. What, what was one of your proudest? Well, I think just overall being able to share in our success over the years, to be able to see uh, our employees and their families grow successfully and do the things that they, you know, want to do in life um, with the security to know that if they're, if they're, working their tails off and, and contributing that, you know, they're going to share in the success of the company. But I would say it was probably in November of 2018 when, uh, when, when Vince and I took on our equity partner, we, we sold our equity partner and, and were able to reinvest in the, in the opportunity going forward. And, and we were able to gift uh, a lot of stock to the, uh, to our management team that, that helped get us here. And, uh, I, you know, I know Vince is too. We're, we're proud to be able to do that, kind of continue the same philosophy of how we built this successful business to, to be able to gift that opportunity back and, and, uh, uh, and, and to be generous because, uh, we have, we have, we have seen the fruits of all their hard work and, and dedication throughout the year. So that was, that was really, a proud moment for, for us. Mm-hmm. Well, and you should be Billy. I mean, that was uh, I know that that's perceived from the outside looking in too, that you all have not tried to put your arms around it and hoard it um, as, you know, being something that is yours and has to be protected. It's we can all share in this together and you've been generous with that. And I think uh, part of your, a large part of your success is because of that generosity. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. Speaking of, uh, of generosity, we'll get into charity in a second, but um, what's one word to describe you or one word to describe your business, uh, Billy? <laughs> Boy, that's a you tough can pick either or if you want to be. <gasps> Whoa, one word. <laughs> I, I would have to say one word to describe me would be grateful. Okay. I've had a lot of good opportunity, blessed with a lot of great um, experiences with great family, great role models. Mm-hmm. Um um, I've been blessed and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, and going into that, I mean, it, it seems as doing my research for the show and kind of talking to Jeff, that you're, you're very interested in charitable organizations and giving back. Um, 
why is that so important to you? Is that just because of all the all the all the people that have that have helped you and your family throughout the years? Yeah, that that was you know definitely something that I learned in, in the household I grew up in. Um, you know, my dad and mom always told us to whom much is given, much is expected. You know, so you're not given these opportunities and these gifts uh, only for yourself. They're given to you to uh, make the world a, a, a better place um, altogether. And so I also learned, you know, Rockers High School, the, the Jesuits beat into my head, you know, how to be live life as a man for others. And uh, I have I have uh, responded to that. I think that that's been meaningful to me and how I wanted to live my life. And, um, and so, yeah, you know, the opportunity to, to, uh, uh, share the blessings that I've had and be able to do, do good for others that, that may not have had the, the same opportunity is, has been a, another blessing. It's awesome. And I, uh, I went to SLU, Billy. So I, uh, I didn't go to uh, Rockers. I went to that little Northland school called St. Pius that you might not recognize, but, uh, All right. but, uh, <laughs> but, uh we were a co-ed Catholic school. We weren't taught by Jesuits, but I did go to SLU. So uh, I do, uh, I do have that ingrained in me as well. Um, yeah. So last question, um, if I could find it here and I'll, I'll think about it in a second. Best advice you've ever received in your life that has impacted your career. I'll save the other one for our after show. That is a, that's a tough question because I have had a lot of great advice. Um, but really I think the answer to the question is, is really, my opportunity to see and to witness so many others, um, so much going on around me, whether it's family or, or friends or, or, or business networks, to be able to see the challenges, the failures, the successes, and to learn from that. I mean, that's been the greatest education I've had in life, um, to be able to, to witness that and learn from that and then apply it to to my own to my own business my own personal life well said billy hodis cmo of midland industries again the website is midlandindustries.com and jeff phillips senior vice president of landmark national bank they are online at banklandmark.com appreciate you both coming on the show and for jeff to set us up with Billy today and to, uh, to hear his story. It's, uh, it's a really cool story. And congrats on uh, all your success, Billy. And Jeff, thank you again for your support and for uh, joining us today as well on the Grill Nation show. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you again next week. And have a great day and take care. <laughs>